Gyro Nation Metal. Welcome back to Gyro Nation Metal. As always, my name is Jeff, and I'll be your host. Lucio Fulci was an Italian film director, screenwriter, and actor best known for his horror movies and depiction of graphic violence. There are many examples of bands paying homage to their inspiration, whether it be books, movies, video games, or pretty much any other kind of art. Some of these bands proudly display these references front and center, as is with the guest who is appearing on today's episode. Fulci is one of those bands whose lyrics, imagery, and brutal style is a perfect love letter to their most obvious influence, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with the band's guitarist, Domenico Diego. Volchi most recently released a split EP with Fluids, a brutal death metal grindcore band from Phoenix, Arizona. Dominico, thank you for joining me today. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, before we jump into music, so tell me a l- little bit about where you live. Uh, you live in Caserta, Campania, and you said that was in the south uh, side of Italy? Yeah, actually, we are, were born and raised in the south of Italy, but uh, we, we, uh, no, no one of us lives there anymore, unfortunately, because we moved because of the job. I live in the north of Italy. Right now, I'm based in uh, Milan. Oh, okay. Is the climate much different between the north and the south? Yeah, sure. It's like, I don't know how to say, it's like Florida and Boston, maybe, the difference. <laughs> so then, do you have relatively cold winters? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really know of Italian metal bands, but I did find out just the other day that Rhapsody of Fire, Flesh God Apocalypse, and Lacuna Coil are some of the bigger Italian metal bands. Um, previously, I did know of Hour of Penance and Hellslave, who are some other Italian metal bands that you would say deserve some extra attention? Oh, yeah. We, we got, you know, the band you say that uh, are very mainstream bands, but we have a very interesting underground movement. We have some cool bands, uh, black metal bands, like Mortuary Drape. We have a cult trash metal band called uh, Bulldozer. And uh, I don't know if you know the dark uh, heavy metal bands. Um, called Death SS, or maybe the Doom artist called Paul Chain. I mean, they are quite famous worldwide, but uh, mainly in the underground music. And who are some of your personal favorite bands? You mean in general? Yeah, just in general. Uh, metal, not metal, whatever you want. Ah, that, that, that's quite difficult to answer. I mean, Right now, my favorite band, one of my favorite all-time favorite band is Cannibal Corpse. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. <laughs> I guess that makes sense uh, with your death metal style. Yeah. I did read that you were a fan of Run the Jewels. Is that uh, is that accurate? Uh, I don't know. Where did you read that? But yeah, I, I got all the records from that band. I listen to a lot of hip-hop music. Oh, cool. Who are some other bands that you enjoy in the hip-hop world? Um, I, I like the New York... Uh, hip hop, so uh, Nas, uh, Wu Clan, things like that. Were you a fan of rap or metal first? Uh, I, I started to listen like uh, hard rock music and rap music at the same time. Maybe I was very little. Uh, I was like six years old, maybe. Okay. So then, when you started getting into metal or harder music, I guess, who were some of the first bands that you were kind of exposed to? Um, actually, um, the, the first album I, I bought was from Iron Maiden, but uh, soon after, uh, my one of my uh, no my cousin gave me like a cassette. It was a, a compilation cassette, like uh, he recorded for me, and there were uh, Sepultura, Fear Factory, Machinette, Obituary, and so you know that that tape changed my life. <laughs> And did you already know how to play the guitar at this point, or is that kind of what pushed you in that direction? 
Um, I I had my first. Uh, I, I I played uh, like classic guitar at mm-hmm. school, but I had my first guitar uh, when I was uh, 11 years old, and uh, you know I started to play. Uh, like Iron Maiden songs, but when, when I listened to extreme music, I, di- I really didn't know how to play that on my guitar. So I, I tried like very different things to get that sound, you know, that distortion and you know that kind of solos. But it, it was very hard in the beginning. <laughs> and how did you learn to start playing guitar? Were you formally taught, or is this something that you did on your own? Uh, as I told you, at school I studied a little bit of classic guitar, and in in some way it helped a little bit, you know, to to understand something about the instrument. But uh, when I started to play heavy metal music, I had like um, a, fr- a friend that was bigger than me. He played in a uh, progressive metal band, and you know he gave me some tips, you know, and some. Some, some, you know, uh, some uh, instruction on how to play power chords and solos. So that's how it started. But in the end, you know, I had to practice, practice every day by myself, listening to uh, death metal records and try to 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 play that songs, you know, from, from the bands I like. And so you also play synthesizers for the band, which is a relatively new addition to your repertoire. Um, was it difficult to incorporate that into your old-school death metal sound? Um, I don't know, because it was um, a slow process. I mean, um, synthesizer, uh, I, I listen to any kind of music, so I listen to a lot of electronic music um, and ambient music. And... Uh, Sometimes I I already played in the past some synthesizer, but was relatively you know uh, something I did not so much. But uh, when when we started with Fulci, uh, band was of course mainly influenced by horror movies uh, concepts, and the horror, in the horror movies the soundtracks uh, are you know very important. They 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 give the the vibes to the movie sometimes, you know. So um, I started to to take the soundtracks for, from the movies and uh, changing a little bit the, the frequencies, the sound uh, to make to make them even more creepy and uh, using that as intros for our songs. Uh, but you know, after uh, a couple of demos and albums made by that i i we understood that maybe it was even more interesting if we play by ourselves this kind of soundtracks we we wanted to mix with our songs so that that's how it started more or less okay so it was kind of just adding into the whole atmosphere of the like the, the horror theme and then obviously to the further pay homage to uh fulci yeah, right. Oh, that's cool. So you guys started in 2014, if I if I remember correctly. Uh, did you know what your musical direction was going to be at that time? Uh, yes and no, because, you know, we, we, uh, Fulci is not our first band. I mean, we, we, we know each other since many years. We know each other since, like, 20, more than 20 years. And each one of us had um, different musical 
experiences before Fulci. And when we started this new band, we, we knew we wanted to do something uh, that um, uh, mixed um, death metal and horror movies. But, you know, step by step, we, you know, we, we understood uh, what was the direction. And we are still doing that. I mean, we still don't know which is the right direction. So we are working day by day. So then it was pretty much right off the bat that you had already had a, like a lyrical theme chosen. Uh, yeah, we, we started, you know, the, the, the thing we were sure about was, was the name of the band and mm-hmm. the fact that it has to be like a tribute to the godfather of gore, Lucio Fulci, because he is our favorite horror movies director. So, you know, we, we don't have so much choice about lyrical themes. <laughs> Do you ever feel like you're creatively limited due to the name of the band and the expectations that your lyrics will remain on this specific topic or theme? Uh, not really, because, you know, uh, I, in my opinion is that when someone mm, doesn't, doesn't give you limits, mm-hmm. uh, your, your creativity is like uh, sleeping. If you have a lot of limits, your mind starts to think how to break those limits, you know? So I think it's, it's like this. Okay. Who writes the lyrics for the band? Uh, the lyrics uh, are written by Fiora, the singer. Uh, but, you know, then we, we work together to, to fit the words on, on the songs, you know, because we, in the beginning we write the songs and mm-hmm. then we write the lyrics. So it's, you know, a, a mixed process. I took a look at quite a few of the songs here, just uh, lyric-wise, and I thought it was interesting that you guys have like a you have a gory theme, but at the same time, there's nothing really explicit. Like for example, you're descri- you're not describing the acts of violence, but rather having the reader's mind kind of explore what would be taking place. Is that something that you guys chose to do consciously? Mm, no, I never thought about that. I mean, we we, we start from the every album is based on a Lucio Fulci movie, so we start from the. Uh, mood, the concept of the movie. So, um, if you know uh, there is some scene of the movie that we really like, we we start to think about a story uh, based on that scene of the movie, and we then we work with our mind to 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 make lyrics and to tell like story. But you know the, the movie is just a starting point. Then then we it's like writing something new, and we use the movie just like a reference, like a, you know, like an inspiration. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get some of that creative freedom. Is it can be a scene in the movie. It can be kind of like based in that universe. It doesn't necessarily have to be one movie per song. Uh, no, actually, uh, every album is based on one movie. So every, every song is based. Uh, every song of the album is based uh, on, on that movie. Uh, but the lyrics uh, start from a specific scene of the movie. For example, uh, let's say the song "I Full of Maggots" that is taken from Tropical Sun album is based on a scene in the movie when a, a zombie. Uh, rise up from the ground and he got like worms in his in his eye, you know. So that that particular scene inspired us the lyrics of this, that song. About some of the movies, are they are they all in Italian or some of them in English? Um, actually, when 
when uh, Lucio Fulci directed th those movies, uh, the, the actors didn't act in any language. They just moved the mouth, you know. And, oh. and later, they, they added the, the sound that it was German, uh, English, Italian, whatever, you know. Interesting. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. cool. <laughs> Why did you guys choose to write in English versus Italian? Uh, because, you know, it's uh, actually, if, if you sing like that metal, you can sing in any language, you, you cannot understand very well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know English English uh, language is more you know easy to 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 do the metrics and it's more sound the sound is is better for this kind of heavy metal rock extreme music you know uh, the Italian language is very complicated and sometimes it's very difficult to fit the the, the words to use the words as an instrument you know. Mm -hmm. Are there any metal bands that do uh, write in Italian? Yeah, yeah, there are some metal bands that sing in Italian, or maybe they mix Italian and English, and okay. uh, you know, it's it, it depends on the style and you know the the, the your you know your your feeling with the with the with your voice. I mean, it's the voice. It's it's actually an instrument, so it, it depends on you. Sorry, you cut out there. You said your voice is an instrument, and then it, it kind of like complements the style of music. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like um, I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, playing an instrument uh, is like to it becomes um, a part of your body, while the voice is already in you. And you know, if you are comfortable singing in English. Uh, it depends just on on your feelings. Not, it's not you know you cannot mm -hmm. decide before which language to use uh, to express yourself. I don't know if you know you got my point. Oh, totally. I w I feel like Italian would be better suited for like a heavy metal style band or something with more singing involved. It's like it's a beautiful language. So having it thrown into death metal might do it a disservice. Yeah, it, it can work. I mean, I, I sing also in a hardcore band, hardcore punk band, and actually I sing uh, mixing uh, English and uh, not not even Italian, but it's a, a slang from the south of Italy, from Na Naples, Napoli. So you know, it, again, it depends on what what you wanna what what feeling you wanna give to your music music. That makes sense. What styles of metal are overall popular in Italy, or is it just some? Is it kind of sporadic? Uh, in, I mean, um, thrash metal is quite popular, and uh, classic heavy metal is still, you know, popular here. And um, death metal, but uh, not not uh, everywhere. I mean, just in few cities. A uh, few regions of Italy got a, a big tradition in uh, death metal and extreme music in general. But you know, it's um, uh, mainly it's about thrash metal and heavy metal. Hmm. Okay, you guys uh, formed in 2014, I believe, mm -hmm. as noted earlier. Are you guys still all this original members? Yes. Yes, we are uh, three. It's me, Fiore, that's singing, and Clem, that plays bass guitar. Mm -hmm. 
and you know we we don't have a drummer in the band but it's uh even the drum machine play with us since the beginning <laughs> okay fair enough it must be good to be with uh, the same members for the last eight years or so because you have that communication that trust built up so you kind of know uh what to bring to the table what to leave and kind of what musical direction you all want to go yeah actually we know each other as i told you since uh we were a child. I mean, mm-hmm. it's more than 25. We are like brothers. And uh, when, you know, we, we, we don't even need to speak. Uh, we just saw each other in the eyes and we understand what to do, what to say, what, what to play. You know, it, it's very easy. Yeah, if you don't have to even have that communication anymore, it's, it's, it's a lot less stress, I would say. Like, I, I don't know for sure, but I mean, then you wouldn't have to work so hard at trying to figure out what everybody's ideas mean and how to compile them. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, we have the same point of view on almost everything. And, uh, you know, and uh, we, we do this mainly for, for fun because we like it. So we don't want to stress at all. <laughs> and so when you played in your previous band, was that uh, Necrophilism? Yeah, I had this band uh, by the end of the 90s, maybe okay. around ni- 99, uh, 1999, and uh, Fiore was the singer of the band. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we played together. With, it was a brutal death metal band uh, with, uh, again, horror themes, but was horror in general, not, not so specific like Fulci. Mm. So then moving into Fulci, did you guys, was this kind of like a rebrand of your previous band or was this just like a clean start? You just wanted a more specific direction. Uh, it was like a clean start because we, uh, we you know, during the years, we had so many influence, influences from other kind of music, from hip hop, from hardcore music, from punk music, from electronic music. And we wanted to, you know, uh, mix all these kind of things and we we didn't have like uh so much rules and it's still like that you know we like like this i mean we we we, mm, we, we don't care to you know uh to have the the the, the, the sound that you know it's like uh the sound that every death metal band uh, has you know we, we try to to make our own thing and uh, to 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 grow as musician and arti- artists and you know to express ourselves like we want. I mean, it's that metal, but can be influenced by electronic music, by ambient music, by uh, hip hop music. We don't care about that. Like obviously, you guys are huge fans of Fulci. It, it starts with the band name. What do you think that he did differently, for better or worse, than American horror filmmakers around the same time? I know that we already chatted a little bit about the way that he recorded the actors. Uh, it's uh, Lucio Fulci, you know, it's, they, they wrote like books on this man uh, because it was a very strange, uh, it has a very strange personality. And uh, he started his career not in the horror, with the horror movies, but with comedy, with the Western movies. And, you know, he, he got like uh, uh, very traditional skills about directing movies. Uh, mm-hmm. But when in the end of the 70s, uh, some producers asked him to, to work on horror, horror movies, you know, he like 
was like a game changer at the time because uh, before him the zombies were like just uh, a symbol of the a, a metaphor of the zombie. I mean, it was like a, a lobotomized, uh, you know, lobotomized uh, person who was dead inside and, you know, he, he did things like uh, because his brain was like very slow and, you know, it was a critic about society and everything. I mean, about uh, Romero movies, it's uh, all the Romero movies are about this, you know. But uh, Lucio Fulci actually started to do things in a different way. For for him, the zombies were just uh, graphic things. So it, it was very uh, aesthetic. I mean, the zombies were just gore, just blood and splatters, you know. So it was very uh, 80s in, in this sense, in my opinion. So that's why uh, everybody loves him because it was something new at the time that then for the 80s and 90s was like was like this i mean the, the 80s was the decade where there, there was like tons of uh started movies very extreme and lucia fulci was one of the first to do this okay so you've pretty much seen all of Bolchi's movies. Uh, are you able to pick a favorite? Uh, yeah. Every time they ask me this question, I answer with a different movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this time it's, uh, I don't know, let's say uh, City of the Living Dead. I okay. really love that movie because it's quite gothic and dark. And, uh, and I really like that. Do you think that horror lends itself well to death metal? And why or why not? Uh, yes, of course. I mean, since, since the beginning of the uh, death metal, the the bands refer to horror movies. I mean, if you if you look at the um, Cancer, Cannibal Corpse, uh, artworks and lyrical themes, it's uh, obviously referred to to horror movies. Mm -hmm. So uh, since the beginning, death metal and horror were like one thing. So sort of the same question about death metal and gore. What do you think it is about gore or violence specifically that works well in death metal or more brutal styles of metal? And it depends. I mean, I really love the, the bands like um, Carcass or all these kind of grind gore bands that mm -hmm. um, make, make, you know, they have this kind of aesthetic based on the surgical things and medical stuff. And uh, the gore is uh, described... Uh, it's quite real, I mean, uh, but I really like also the mortician or necrophagia uh, band that, you know, talks about horror movies and it's more like theatrical, you know, uh, way to describe horrors and gore stuff. So uh, there are many different ways to, to do this, you know, that's just a couple of examples. And do you think that horror or gore and violence is something that's kind of required for death metal? Or do you think that uh, like real world experiences and uh, storytelling is something that can be brought in as well? Or does it matter to you? Um, no, I mean, uh, death metal can, can, I mean, if you, if you read the lyrics, uh, the death lyrics, they are quite uh, introspective and they are quite intimate. They talk about, you know, feelings and... Uh, uh, social problems, so that's not a rule. I mean, uh, you have like bands like 
pestilence. The, the the lyrics talks about maybe sometimes the space, the you know the 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 meaning of life. So mm-hmm. uh, really, there, there's not a rule. I mean, you can you uh, if it makes sense, you can do whatever you want. Are there any subject matters or sorry, subject matter or themes that you don't think work well in middle? Mm, no, I, I I don't like when. No, there is politics in the music mm. and in general, but uh, in the end, everybody is free to do whatever they want, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just an expression of ideas and style and uh, way of living. So, I mean, there, there are no rules. When you're listening to music, um, just judging by what you've said about all these different bands and their and their lyrical themes, do you dig pretty deep into the lyrics when you listen to a band? Or is that something that you just kind of, when you hear a song or a band that you really like, then you kind of look at? I guess it's kind of the same question. <laughs> no, I, I really take care about lyrics. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very important part of the of the expression of an artist. So, I mean, it's, it's for me, that they are on the same level of the music. I know I'm guilty of this myself but i think like when somebody doesn't read the lyrics to a song and they're just looking at the artwork or just listening to the music they're kind of losing out on a big portion of it and i think that if if people dug deeper into the lyrics i think the corresponding artists would actually mean more and uh the music would be better as a whole yeah i agree i totally agree with you so i know that horror movies were pretty popular basically Across, I don't want to say across the world. There are obviously some countries that uh, don't really have that market. But in North America, we we also really enjoyed like our mob movies over the years. For some, it's a glorification of crime and criminal enterprise, whereas others, um, just like horror, see it as good entertainment. So I have two questions for you. Coming from Italy, what do you think of mob movies in general? And are they as popular in Italy as they are over here? Um, well... Uh... Give me an example of a mob movie you 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 like. Uh, Goodfellas is a good one. Casino. Yeah, that they are quite popular in here, you know, because all these mob movies, uh, I mean, not all, but most of them uh, are based on Italian mafia. So, <laughs> you know, they are very. Sometimes they are very folkloristic, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are very interesting. That, but. In general, I, I don't really like those kind of movies. I mean, The Godfather, Father Casino, they're like masterpieces, but uh, I don't like when movies glorify this kind of mobs or criminality, uh, you know, as something cool, because actually it's not cool. It's something very bad for the society, you know. I agree with you there. Like, uh, as much as I enjoy the mob movies, I do understand that it is kind of glorifying or at least romanticizing the criminal lifestyle like over here a couple other series that were really popular was uh there was breaking bad and then there was the sons of anarchy series i never got into that one but i kind of equate them as the same idea Mm. yeah even you know the sopranos but but the soprano is you know more ironical so but it's the same i mean that's true jumping back into your band here i really like your guys's logo it looks to me kind of like a spider web is there an image in mind or that you guys had in mind when you were working with the artist? The, uh, which one you said? I don't remember, sorry. <laughs> Just your your logo, the band name. Ah, you mean the logo, sorry. I was thinking about an artwork, something like that. Oh, your artwork is incredible too. Yeah, no, the logo, the logo is very nice. I mean, since the beginning, uh, the tattoo artist who did it, you know, he, he nailed it. Because, you know, it, it, it's quite easy. Uh, I mean, you can read it because sometimes that metal logos and black metal logos are very difficult to be read. 
But this one, you can see it's readable, but at the same time, it's quite, you know, uh, frosty and, you know, uh, very symmetrical and proportion. I mean, it's, we really love, love that. We never change it since the beginning. Yeah, I love it. Um, when you guys worked with Marco on this, um, did you give him like any reference material or did you just ask him to put together a logo? No, we just did, uh, told him that the name of the band was Fulci, like the director. And yep. he, did, he did like a very, it was very fast, you know. You know when you have already something in your mind, he did mm -hmm. like in five minutes on a piece of paper and then we scan it and digitalize it. Is there a reason that you sought Marco out specifically or did you kind of just come across him? No, at the time we, he worked in the same tattoo studio with Clem, our bass player. Oh, and, cool. you know, when Clem told him about this band, he was like, okay, guys, I really love this idea. I will give you, I will, I will make the logo for you. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's a good idea. Awesome. Uh, is he still into tattooing? Yes, he's still in the tattooing here in Milan. Uh, we don't see each other so much in the, since last few years, but, you know, mm -hmm. every now and then we met at the concerts and, you know, still in touch. Awesome. Well, shout out to Marco. I'll definitely be uh, writing down his uh, tattoo shop just to throw on the Instagram here. Looking back at your previous album's artwork, uh, personally, which is your favorite and why? Um, I, uh, the, my favorite one is the next one that is not out already. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> have you got the artwork ready for it then? Uh, yes. I mean, we, we have some ideas, but we are still working on it. But, you know, I told you just because sometimes I don't have a favorite artwork. I mean, I really love all the artwork we did in the past. And, you know, I, I think they were very good for that, the period and uh, the kind of album we did it. But uh, my, my mind now is on the next one. So I, I'm very focused on the new idea. And, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out which, um, which artist is better fit is fit for the job you know for the next album okay do you guys have all the new music written and recorded uh we we, we have done some songs like uh, pre-production like a demo let's say and uh you know just to have an idea of of the, the mood of next album but you know we're still working on that is there an approximate timeline that you could give us for possibly a new album or a new EP? Uh, I don't know. Actually, we are very productive and very fast. But sometimes, you know, we are we are too we are doing too many things. So we risk that you know people cannot um, uh, you know absorb our music uh, and uh, you know that. Uh, just after a few months, there are uh, already new songs and new music from us, you know. So we are trying to to make it slower. So we, 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 we put out many songs and many things in the last few years. So we are trying to be slower, even if we already have some ideas for the next album. When I'm looking back at all your album covers here, I know I'm jumping around a little bit. I'm looking back at your other albums here, and I'd have to say, like, my favorite has to be exhumed information. It just gives me that like old school movie movie poster feel to it. Is that something that you guys were trying to accomplish? Uh, yes. I mean, uh, the artist who did it, it's Luca. Uh, his nickname is Solo Macello. 
and uh, when when we gave him like direction, but was like more like the the feeling we wanted to uh, to have from from the artwork, and uh, it, it was something uh, dark, but at the same time oniric, like dreamy. Uh, nightmare. These were like the keywords we gave to him, and the rest, you know, he did by himself. So uh, it's something we we cannot control totally. I mean, the artist gives contribute to 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 the artwork, of course. So it's you know it's because Luca had, had in in his mind this kind of vision, and you know also his style is more like uh, as you say the vintage movie movie um, poster because if you look at the other works he did they are more like they are always like this you know this kind of uh, vintage movie poster style yeah i was also looking at a couple of your singles uh the artwork for your singles and i think it was incubus in the surgery room and city of the living dead those they have the same old school movie poster feel and i love that it's it's pretty cool especially with your style of music yeah, thank you. I really love that kind of graphics. I keep looking at Tropical Sun and it just reminds me of what zombies would do if they were just spending a day at the beach. <laughs> yes, but actually, you know, it's right what you say because uh, Tropical Sun was based on the movie called titled Zombie 2 or yep. Zombie Flesh Eaters. And, you know, it was one of the first movies, horror movies, that were, um, that took place during the day and not during the night, because usually horror movies uh, are always, uh, you know, the, 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 the gore scene and the horror scene are always during the night or when it's dark, while Tommy uh, was, was was shoot on a tropical island and the zombies were actually under the, the sun, under the palms. So that that's why that art, artwork is like that. So. I have a lot of movies I have to watch now. This is cool. <laughs> Earlier this year, you released a split EP with Fluids. Um, what went into deciding this route, like a split album, and then picking another band to partner up with? Um, we we were um, on tour in the uh, US on the West Coast in 2019, and we played in Arizona. And we made, we met those guys uh, at the concert. They, they had like very cool T-shirts from cool bands like Autopsy, things like that. And you know, we started to talk with them. And then when we came back in Italy, we we stayed in contact with, with them, and we we decided to to make something together. But you know, it took like uh, more than three years to <laughs> to to do this split because. Every every band, everybody was busy with other projects, and you know, in the end, during this year, we we decided to make it happen. And next shift, the, the company that prints actually uh, the company that prints merchandising for both bands, Fluids and Fulci, decided to print the the split album on physical format. So. So that 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 how was was born the idea, and you know when we talk with Fluid, the, um, we have a um, we are very good friends, but we have very different style of music. They are more into gore, real gore. I mean, like 
uh, carcass style of gore, while we are more into, um, let's say, fake horror. I mean, the uh, fake, fake gore. I mean, the, the horror movies for us is something uh, theatrical. Is is nothing something not real. So uh, that's why in the, in the split album you can find two different covers, so version. So our our version is more like our style, and the fluid version is more gold, is more extreme. So uh, if if you buy the physical copy, you can you can have both covers inside, and you can choose which one to use. I haven't seen the other album cover yet, but mm. I will look into it. <laughs> Uh, do you guys get a chance to hear each other's music before putting it on a split, or um, is that something that's kind of a surprise? No, no. Yes, of course we 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 decided uh, together to uh, in the split album you can listen to uh, death metal and extreme music, but yep. also electronic and synthesizer music, and it's something that we decided together to make uh, two songs. Or anyway, one one song, but with this both uh, kind of style, uh, death metal and electronic music. Mm. So it's something we we decided together. We worked together, and we send each other ideas before to to send you know the final songs to the to the factory to print the vinyl. And so then you. From what I'm hearing, you guys have, uh, or you, at least you guys took this approach. You guys kind of collaborated on both bands' approach to the music, as well as like the imagery and everything else, right? Not really. We we just you know decided the guideline for the songs, and then mm -hmm. each band uh, did its own job. You know. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's more like this. And for you guys, like, what goes into a split versus like what goes into releasing your own album? Obviously, you're working with other groups, but is it a little bit more difficult? Is it? Are there some benefits to it? Mm, I don't know. Uh, uh, personally, I don't like so much split albums mm -hmm. because you know when I when I listen to an album, I wanna I wanna feel that kind of mood mood for the whole uh, length of the of the album. I don't like when it drastically changes because uh, the, the starts, you know, another band playing in the same album. So I, I, I don't really like that, but we decided to do this with Fluids because we are really good friends and uh, we had this kind of idea to, to mix that metal and electronic music that, in my opinion, is very unusual and interesting. So uh, I really like this split album for this reason, but mm -hmm. uh, I prefer, of course, making a, a concept album based on the one one theme one concept and uh, also the the music has, has to be like has to have like a coherence from the beginning to the end so for you like an ep or an album uh, released by one band because it's more of a complete package is better off than say a split partly because it's more or less like a teaser uh, a taster of each band's songs yes sort of yeah it seems like the split eps um they're kind of popular in the metal realm but i don't really see them elsewhere no, they are quite popular uh, in, in the extreme uh, metal because even in the heavy metal and other kinds of metal, they are not so much popular at all. It's kind of interesting. Like you have the split idea where like two different bands collaborate on an album, but I also like when bands feature members of other bands. It, it gives it like a little bit of a twist and a different approach to their music. Mm -hmm. Have you guys had any guest appearances? Yeah, of course. Um, for example, in Tropical Sun. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, even in our first album, Open Dialgate, we, we got a lot of uh, artists that uh, give, gave their, their ideas, I mean, and uh, we really love this kind of collaboration. For example, we have like an, an hardcore singer on Tropical Sun, we have a hip-hop singer on our first album that's like uh, uh, indie rock band that uh, played for us an intro for our song in Tropical Sun. We had like electronic band that did the intro for, for our album. So, you know, we like to have these guests uh, mainly from other kind of music styles. That's really cool because um, even though they're outside the realm of metal, like it doesn't take away from that old school brutal death metal feel or sound. Mm, yeah, I mean, uh, as I told you, if it makes sense, it, it's good. I mean, it, we don't we don't want to do just weird, weird things, you know, just to because we want to you know make something different. It, it has to have a sense, you know, in the end. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If somebody is looking for Fulci's music, where is the best place for them to find it for you guys? Uh, I mean, nowadays you can find it everywhere. When, when we were child, I mean, you, you had to like uh, go to the record store and uh, find for you know the band you like, or maybe to discover some new band from uh, just looking at the cover of the album, or maybe you have to buy like a magazine and read about new bands. But nowadays it's very easy. You can just type our name on the internet and you can Google it and you can find everything about us. So, uh, but my opinion, uh, our music is uh, very nice when you listen as on uh, cassette. I mean, the sound is very warm. The production is very, you know, uh, uh, cassette, driven let's say so i really love to listen music on cassette still interesting i've actually not heard somebody with that perspective before so cassette is your favorite way to listen to music uh not my favorite but i mean it depends on the on the music i listen to and maybe okay. in my opinion fulci sounds better on cassette sound is very warm what styles of, what styles of music do you like listening on other mediums like vinyl or cd uh i mean um I like vinyl, but when uh, it's music before, you know, the uh, mid-80s, because I'm sure that the, the mastering of the music was made, was conceived for uh, a vinyl, you know, support. Uh, later on, I mean, when, when uh, uh, digital music started to, to be popular on CDs and then on uh, liquid music, you know, the mastering were made digital. So mm-hmm. nowadays, if you buy a vinyl of a, a contemporary artist, uh, probably the, the mastering is made, is digitally made, but is uh, reversed on, on a analog support. And in my opinion, it makes no sense, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I, I like to listen uh, old music on vinyl and new music on CDs or MP3s. Uh, because it, it makes sense to me, but it, it's just, you know, it depends. Interesting. So it's not just, uh, it's just not like a choice of which medium you use, but it's also like time sensitive, I guess, depending on when the, the music actually came out. Uh, yes. And 
also about you know uh, technical reason also you know in one of my previous episodes um i chatted with a guest about the vinyl itself and and one of the things he said was in the older olden days like the vinyl was a little bit thicker um like the ridges were thicker there wasn't as much going on um and then nowadays everything is a little bit like lower quality and things can be uh like the ridges can be pushed together a little bit further because they have such fine needles and stuff and he says that definitely affects the sound as well is that uh would that be accurate uh yeah it, it's true but um i mean if if you if uh that is uh, is because uh, everything is so expensive you know so uh actually you you can do thick uh, vinyl nowadays and have a better quality of the sound but you know it's it's, it's a matter of price and you know uh, everybody try to spend less on the productions and on the mastering and on the printing of the vinyl so that's why the quality is uh, lower lower every time but mm -hmm. uh, if you coming back at the, uh, our split album with fluid uh, net shift did a good job because the the vinyl uh, they printed it's very thick it's like uh, 180 grams it's it's quite thick i mean it's uh, i had the test press here uh, in my house and i was very happy because it, it looks like a good old day vinyl i didn't realize that you could choose a thickness nowadays like so you can say you can say you wanted 180 grams or more or less yeah there are some you know standard uh, weights i guess and you mm -hmm. can choose but not every factory maybe can can do that you know it depends where do you produce the the vinyl okay and then just as, this is an assumption on my part but if you choose like a heavier grade vinyl then that means it's going to cost more of course yes okay. yeah because uh, there is more material and uh, also, you know, it depends on uh, the vinyl is uh, technically uh, to be faster is is like uh, engraved uh, plastic, you know, where mm -hmm. the engrave the the the, the cut on the, on the on the vinyl uh, gives you the deep depth of the of the music. So if you have a, a thick vinyl, you can have more frequencies and more dynamic because you can do. Uh, deeper cuts in the in the vinyl. If you have a, a thin vinyl, you are very limited. You know, so the quality of the music is 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 not so so good. You know. Do you think any of that is lost on cassette? Any of that? Any of the differences in sound? Like you were talking about uh, the depth of the ridges and how it, you can incorporate more sound because the vinyl's thick. Um, is there anything? Like, are there nuances like that that are not available on cassette or that are lost on cassette? Ah, the the cassette is totally different because <clears throat> the um, technically is is something is something different. You have you have like tape, mm -hmm. and you know it's magnetic, so it's 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 totally different. But uh, I'm not so expert about that. <laughs> yeah, I've always kind of wondered. This is. Um... I've always kind of wondered how they put like music on a tape like that. It's it's crazy. But they used to do the same thing with movies with like VHS and Beta. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it's the mystery of the science and technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dominico, I want to thank you again for joining me. Um, I know it's pretty late there where you are. Um, is there anything else you'd like to cover today? I I just want to say thank you for having me and for this interesting, you know, interview and uh, good luck with your uh, program. Thank you so much.
Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time on Gyro Nation Metal. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. The podcast can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you would like to support this podcast, please consider checking out my Patreon. Thank you.